Hello and welcome to Paul Banks Sports. The Utah Jazz end their road, three-game road trip with a win today in Indiana in what was honestly a pretty close game. The Jazz did not have Mike Conley, so that's obviously big. And did Donovan Mitchell show up? He, what was the exact stat line? Let me not discredit him at all since he just had an absolutely amazing game today. So Donovan Mitchell, um, four for nine from three, five for five from the three-point line, nine rebounds in total, 11 assists for 27 points. Now, he was nine for 25 from the field, which, um, where are we going to put that? Just over 30%. So would have liked to see him make some of those layups and do be a bit more productive in the paint. But overall, just absolutely amazing. And he showed that, you know, if Conley's not on the court, if someone else needs to get those assists, he's capable of doing that. So super happy for that. Um, this is kind of a weird timed game with it being Super Bowl Sunday and in the morning. So sorry for getting to this live stream a bit late. Thanks to everyone who's turning in live. And if you can just leave your comments in the live chat, I'll definitely get to those. So... Overall, not the most amazing game for the Jazz when you look at the box score. Um, I mean, shot less than 41% from the field, only shot 31% from three, um, 67% from the free throw line. So pretty good from that perspective, but not the most amazing game. However, I did mention the Jazz, this was their third um, road game in four days. This was a morning game instead of an evening game, which would have given them a bit more rest. And they don't have Mike Conley. And this is a pretty good Indiana Pacers team. They're a top 12 team in the league who is playing really well overall. So I'm super happy to see the Jazz just grind this win out. The Jazz had a hard-fought first quarter, came out on top, hard-fought second quarter, went to the um, second half tied. Jazz won the third quarter and then... Just hard-fought fourth quarter. The Indiana got back in it and was able to tie it up, but was not able to win the game. So Donovan just had an amazing game in being able to facilitate, and it really helped that Gobert opened up the paint. He was 7 for 9 from the field, 16 points. He was 2 for 9 from the free throw line, so that's absolutely abysmal. I don't know what's gonna help him improve I don't know what he needs to do but if if Rudy became a 75% free throw shooter I mean even a 65% that would just add a complete other level to the jazz that would make him even more dangerous not by much but dangerous enough that it would definitely win them some games so I'm gonna get to the live chat here and just kind of read some of your guys's comments if you can Leave a like on the video. That would be awesome. It helps people find us and helps us build a bigger community here. So thanks so much for tuning in and let's go to the comments. So let's, yeah, the Pacers do give the Jazz a lot of trouble, especially when they are such a solid team with Sabonis and with um, Miles Turner. And let's see who else deserves some credit. So Sabonis had 20 points, but was also minus 20. Um, Brogdon had 15 and... Off the bench, McDermott had 18. So not a terrible night from the um, pace from the Pacers, but the Jazz were the better team, and they played a good enough defense. 
to be, out, um, outbalance their relatively poor offensive night without Conley on the court. Jazz are still the number one from Corbin Brown. Yeah, I do think the Jazz are playing the best basketball in the league right now. I have a hard time saying they're number one just because LeBron James is LeBron James. And so whenever LeBron James wants to have an amazing night, he has it. So I'm still waiting for the 24th, waiting to see how the Jazz do in that game. And I'm excited, but the Jazz definitely are playing the best basketball in the league right now. And by far the most consistent basketball as well. <laughs> oh, had Don got that last rebound, that would have been awesome. I don't know if that would have been his first career triple double, but that was just awesome to see him have just a great statistical night and also to have the Jazz pick up the win without Conley. So nice win going into a big 12 game stretch. Yeah, this is an, just a monstrous 12 game stretch they're going into where like only three or if you watch our video yesterday where we talked about the Jazz um, as playoff contenders, only three or four of the teams that they're playing, the Pacers being included, would surprise me if they made it to their respective conference finals. The Jazz are playing a lot of just amazing teams. That could make the that could make the um oh cup that could make the championship that you know they could make it to the finals and compete against whoever they play against. So if the Jazz win eight of these twelve, overall I'd be really happy. And I think that this twelve will show a lot about how they play during adversity and in close games. And today was a close game, and they absolutely closed it out. So big win today. Um, let's see. Chiefs or Bucks? I I go to BYU. I've got to go with Andy Reid and Daniel Sorensen. I've got to go with the Chiefs. So after this, I'm going to go turn on the TV. And thanks for everyone tuning in right before the Super Bowl. But I'm going with Patrick Mahomes and I'm going with the Chiefs today. Do I think Tom Brady could win it? Yeah, but I, I do think the Chiefs will win today. Um. Okay. So, Jazz fan, when do you think Conley will return? Um, my guess, he'll return Friday. I'd love to see him play against Boston, but that'll give him, what, a week's worth of rest? So, he'll return Friday, and he'll be dispo- and he'll be ready, and I think he'll be back healthy. But I don't know if we'll see him Tuesday night against Boston. Um, Jazz fan, um, eight, 987 says, well, I'm from Utah, and I've been... Been a fa- okay. Um, I think that that's just some chatter in the chat. So the baseball boy said, "No, not the Chiefs." If you're a Tampa Bay fan, I'll give it to you. If you're a Tom Brady fan, he has enough. But we'll get back. We'll get back to the Jazz. We'll um try to stay off the Super Bowl a bit, and maybe deeper into the stream if enough people are staying on and want my Super Bowl takes, we can get into those. Um, Troy. Okay, so. Carter Chivers is kind of causing some mayhem in the chat. So I I do definitely think that this stretch is going to be important for the Jazz. Last year, they did have an amazing winning streak where they beat a bunch of sub-500 teams. And this winning streak that they had and um, these past 14, 15 games, it's been better than just beating sub-500 teams. But it is going to be really important to see how the Jazz do against the playoff contenders. Uh, against When they do it, when it's the gauntlet, when they're playing those games, you know, every other night with a couple days rest. So while it is going to be back-to-back and just some really rough stuff, so I don't think if they 
I think going under 500 would be super concerning. I think you want to see them around six, 700 over these next few games. But if they pull that off, they're in no means concerning me about being contenders. My biggest concern will be if the Lakers destroy them on the 24th. I don't think it's going to happen. But if they do, you have to make it through the Lakers to be contenders. Um, we could get lucky. The Jazz could snag the one seed. And you could end up with the Lakers and Clippers at the 2-3. And maybe the Clippers could lock, knock off the Lakers. But... You're going to have to make it through one of the LA teams more likely than not the Lakers. And it will be important and stay tuned for that 24th game. We keep mentioning it on the channel and we keep mentioning it because it's just that important and that big of a game. So why do you think the jazz have like 40, a 40% chance whenever they play the nuggets? I think they have a 40% chance against the nuggets because Jokic is possibly the, um, best player in the NBA. He's possibly the, well, not best player. He's possibly the MVP right now. He's super hard to stop. The Jazz did mess around that last game by trying to keep Rudy in the paint and put Bojan onto Jokic. I don't know if we're going to see that again. Obviously, last game that they played the Jazz, um, the Nuggets had a historic three-point night just absolute bonkers to hit 15 of 17 in the first half and to shoot, I think 66% from the field from, from behind the arc. So that was a fluke. I do also think the jazz had some luck on their side and that really close fought match in the first game in Denver. So overall, you know, the jazz have their next two games against Denver at home. Not sure how much that's going to matter, but the upper bowl and the lower bowl, um, have fans in it now, so the Jazz hopefully have an advantage there and can hopefully get some pick up some great home wins against Denver in the second half of the schedule whenever that's released. Um, yeah, Jokic does make it hard for us to run the defense the way we want. So that's absolutely why Denver's rough. And if they picked up PJ Tucker, I mean, PJ Tucker's not like one. He's he's a good player if you use him right. So I think that Denver could be scary. Um, we'll see. We might end up playing them in the second round of the playoffs, depending on what happens. So it's going to be big. We're going to need to figure out how to beat Denver since we're going to have to play probably both LA teams and possibly Denver in the playoffs. And if you make it through those teams, then you deserve to be in the finals, no matter what anyone says and no matter what COVID d does to this year. So... um. Let's see. Do you think Tom Brady is the GOAT? Um, so I'll, I'll do this one more Super Bowl question. I don't want to... He is... He's the greatest He's the greatest quarterback of all time. I can't doubt that. Is it in large part because of the system and the style that Belichick set him up with? And would I be super intrigued to see if someone like Peyton Manning or Drew Brees had been in the Belichick-style offense? Yes. But I don't know, but they weren't, and Tom Brady was, and he made it to the Super Bowl without um, Belichick, so I, I do think he's by far, he's, as much as it pains me to say, I do think he's probably the GOAT when it comes to quarterbacks. I I don't know if I take him on my team. I don't know if he's the best quarterback of all time, but he's the greatest quarterback of all time, and I know that that's mincing words there, but that that's my thought, so... <laughs> K 
Carter Chivers. Oh, I hope you have fun at the Celtics game. I'm, I'm hoping to find some way to make it work with my school schedule to make it to a jazz game coming up here. So I think it'll be really fun for us to be able to go to the arena and support them. And I don't think we're going to be able to have full capacity come June, but I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that, and that's assuming the jazz make it to June, but I, at least come May. So I'm really hopeful we can get some more fans in there come May and just have a great playoff atmosphere to watch what frankly could be one of the best jazz teams of all time. I I really am that high on the jazz. They're definitely playing a very new analytical style of basketball with their three point shots. Um, to get back a bit to the box score, the jazz won the game on their three point shooting tonight. And I know that sounds crazy because they shot 31%, but jazz made 38 field goals. Um, Pacers made 37 field goals, pretty much an identical field goal percentage from the field. Um, Jazz only made one more free throw than the Pacers. But what the Jazz did do is they made five more threes and one by eight. And that's what wins. If you can shoot the three better than the team you're playing, even if both of them are abysmal, you're probably going to win the game. I'd have to go back and look at the five losses, but I don't think the Jazz shot the three better than their opponent in those matchups. So if the Jazz win the three-point contest, chances are they win the game. Looking at um, what Dale talks about a lot, and I totally get the Jazz did have 14-9 to turnovers, so that's plus five in the wrong direction for the Jazz. So turnovers still need to work on it. I'd be amiss not to mention that, but this was the third game in four days, all on a road trip, traveling between each one. So super great game for the Jazz. So what do I think about the next game against the Celtics? I don't think we can win it without Conley. Well, I think we can win it because we beat a really talented team in the Ma- like the Mavs without Donovan. But I'd really like Conley. I watched Friday night. I watched the Celtics game, um, the the Celtics Clippers game, where the Celtics were down by double digits going into halftime, came back, outscored um, the Clippers by like eighteen in the third quarter, and were able to hold them off in the fourth. The Celtics are a good team with a lot of talent, and it'll be interesting when you're able to put someone like when you're able to have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, um, Kemba Walker all on the court, how will the Jazz defense be able to handle that high-power um, wing offense? So it'll be really telling for the Jazz. The Celtics could be built in a way that's really just hard for the Jazz to beat them. So thankfully, come playoff time, the only way we're going to see them in, is the finals. But hopefully the Jazz are able to go out and um, just light it up from three point range and get some nice looks inside. I do. I'm not sure the style of defense the Celtics play. And I'd have to look if they're able to get up into the three point shooters. Um, it will be really hard for the Jazz to get a win, but I I do think they're very capable of doing it. So it'll be a test for the Jazz, and I'm excited to see if they pass. Let's see. Do I think Bogey will also make also make the all-star team? No, just because he's had a really bad start to the season coming back from his injury. I'd love to see him get there one year, and hopefully one of these next years can be it. But um, in order, Jazz players with a chance to make the all-star team would be Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson. Do I think the Jazz will get all four? No. Do I think Donovan's a lock? Gobert, I mean, if he doesn't make it, he absolutely got robbed, but I could see him not making it just because defense wins championships. It doesn't win all-star votes and I'd rather have the championship than the all-star vote. But 
And then Mike Conley deserves to be there. Um, whether or not he is one of the best 12, 13 players in the, or however many players they choose in the West, he, he deserves to have, he deserves to make at least one all-star appearance. And so I really hope it's this one because he is having an absolutely amazing um, season. He has, I think, the best, I, I don't know if this is the right term for it, point differential in the league. He has the best um, plus minus when he's on the court. And the Jazz have a bad enough plus minus when he's off the court that it gives him like one of the biggest, if not the biggest point spreads in the NBA when you analyze it from that perspective. So I hope to see Conley get in. He'll probably be a reserve. And if Quinn's the all-star coach, he might be a reserve pick by Quinn, but I'll take whatever it takes to get Conley in. So so completely random question from Carter Chivers. How do I, Dale um, is the other podcast host and he asked how we know each other. We went to elementary school together, so we've been friends for well over a decade and just really have always enjoyed chatting about the NBA, so that's how we got this going, and it's honestly grown um, so much faster than we thought it would, and we really appreciate just all of you guys, especially tuning in live just, you know, seven minutes before the Super Bowl kicks off, so it's super awesome, and we're super excited, and just thank you guys so much for helping us hit our subscriber goals and helping us get to um closer to that 1000 mark that we're shooting for by the end of the season. Um, Renz Ryan Deligro said like Atlanta before they get four all-star. Yeah, I definitely think that just like Atlanta in 2014, 15, where they were able to get four all-stars because of how dominant they were in the regular season in the East, um, that the jazz should get full, um, four all-stars. I just, think it should be that way the jazz have quality players and maybe there are some better players like carl anthony towns is an all-star but he's on the minnesota timberwolves who are having a dismal season and so the question is how much should the team winning and you contributing to your team winning contribute to your all-star conversation and i i think it should i think winning is the most important thing in the nba like i don't think trey young should have um i think he was an all-star starter last year. And I don't think he should have been just his team wasn't doing well. And he plays great on one side of the ball, but you have to earn it and you have to earn it by winning. So that that's my take. What do you think Shaq will say about Mitchell on Tuesday? So (laughs) my hot take on Shaq, I think Shaq will say whatever it takes to get Shaq's name in the media and to get TNT more press coverage. So TNT wins. Um, like, those guys, the ones who are basketball players were great players. Like they do have some good analysis, but their job is to be a reality TV show. (laughs) Like that's what they are. They say whatever it takes to, um, just get views and to get a bunch of social media stuff. So I don't really care what Shaq thinks because it's obvious he doesn't watch the jazz play basketball. So I don't, I don't care. Um, Clarkson sixth man. Yes. Clarkson will be the sixth man. No questions asked unless something crazy happens the rest of this season. And I think Quinn Snyder, unless something, unless a course changes, he'll be the coach of the year. I think that, um, I think that you should have, uh, Rudy Gobert as defensive player of the year. I think the jazz could definitely win three of the five or six major, um, off season, um, end of season awards. And while I think there are some players who deserve it a bit more, just from a last year to this year, 
I think Conley could earn most improved player. Definitely, when you look at the rest of his career, I don't think he deserves to be in the running because he's been an all-star caliber point guard for most of his career. So one off year shouldn't put you into the conversation for most improved player when you get back to your normal year. So um, Carter says in the chat, I saw an article that the Jazz could trade Bogey for DeRozan. I think that would be kind of stupid, but do you think the Jazz would do something like that? I think that that would be the absolute one of the worst moves the Jazz could make. I just don't even understand why you would consider making that move. DeMar DeRozan cannot hit a three-point shot. He plays inside the paint and he plays the mid-range. And that's who he is. And the Jazz are a three-point shooting team. Um, I know Boyan's been hurt. The only way that I could see that being a good trade is if you knew Boyan was never going to get back to what he was last season. But the last few games, he's been showing that he can. So, no, do not, don't make that trade. Um, I have a really hard time seeing any trades I want the Jazz to make because they don't really have any um, just collateral on the roster they could trade. Every the players that you talk about trading are some of the are their players in their nine ten man rotation, and it's clicking so well that making a trade right now would just be tempting fate. They do some more athletic wing defense would be awesome but I just don't see anything that would be a guaranteed upgrade. And when you're the number one team in the West, you it's not worth gambling. Like the jazz are doing good enough this year as is. So yeah, baseball boys just, I mean, he doesn't fit the jazz scheme. So it just wouldn't work at all. And I mean, obviously, me and Dale did a trade video. If you guys want to go watch it, we we discussed some stuff, and that was a way too early trade video. And they're fun to chat about, but especially being a, a Jazz fan, you just need to understand nothing happens at the deadline. Like, a couple, um, a few years ago when people really wanted the Jazz to get Conley at the deadline, and they didn't do it because they would have had to give away Exum. They worked something better out in the offseason, and then they swap Exum for Clarkson, you know, midway through last December. So, well, two Decembers ago. So, like, the Jazz, rarely going to do anything. Exum is, like, I think Exum and Williams are the only two trades I can think of them doing. And Darren was because of, like, the Darren wanted out. So they, you know, they let him out like he wanted. And Exum was just hurt and wasn't really fitting the Jazz scheme, sadly. So he wasn't a big player to move. I just don't think the Jazz can make a move right now without getting rid of a big player. Um, Patrick Tuka said, and and now how does he deserve to be an all-star? Bogdanovich was better at the start of last season compared to Conley this season and twice as good as him. I think that Bojan is a scorer and Conley is a creator. So I feel like Conley, just the level he's been able to create this season has been super impressive. And while straight box score, he might not look the best. The addition he brings when he's on the court in the plus minus versus what the Jazz lose when he's off the course in the plus court in the plus minus is just way too big for me to um, discount. And yes, maybe Conley shouldn't be an all star. Like I'll concede that, but I feel I just feel like Conley with the type of career he's had deserves to be an all-star at one point. And I think this year would be a great year to give it to him. Um, being on the number one team and being such a big contributor. He he said, outright, well, he did, uh, I believe he did a podcast with Woj. Great listen. And Woj said, 
how do you feel about not being an all-star? And Conley said, it sucks and I want it. Because if Conley was in the East instead of in the West, he'd be a six, seven time all-star. So I really think that the NBA A just needs to move away from conferences determining all-stars. And I just like to see Conley get it because he deserves to be an all-star. He has deserved to be an all-star in years past. And I'd like to see this be the year since he'll never put up an all-star caliber personal season again, an all-star caliber caliber personal season again. So this is the year if he's going to get it, it's when the Utah jazz are the playing the best basketball in the NBA. Um, if the 98 jazz and the 2021 jazz played in a playoff series, who would win? It depends on the rules. If you're playing 2021 rules, then, um, 2021 jazz win if you're playing 1998 rules then the defense is way too physical in the 98 jazz win um there's different eras hard to compare in my in my opinion so i'll I'll be interested to see um right renz ryan says that he has clarkson sixth man um coach of the year for quinn gobert um with defensive player and most improved player of the year clarkson I think that we're either going to see Bam Adebayo or um, Tatum win most improved player. There might be one or two more in the conversation. I I think that um, Clarkson definitely has... Sorry, not Clarkson. Um, oh, wait. I'm so sorry. I misread that. You put Clarkson as most improved player of the year. That would be super interesting. I think that most improved player of the year is just a starter award. So he definitely has shown some improvement. I... I don't know if it's enough for me to give him most improved player when you have players like Bam Adebayo and um, Tatum doing as well as they're doing. But he's definitely someone who, if he got some votes, I would not be opposed to. So, hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you want to um, leave another comment in the chat, I'll get to that. But really appreciate everyone for turning in live, especially so early on a Sunday afternoon and it being the Super Bowl. So thank you so much and i'll get to just a couple more comments and then i hope you guys have a great rest of your sunday curry dropped 57 points last night yeah curry's just absolutely insane so thank you so much carter chivers for the nice bed comment and everyone enjoy the super bowl and go jazz